Welcome to the Spaceport America podcast with me, Alice Carew, the Public Relations Coordinator for the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. In this episode, I'll be joined by Commissioner Shannon Reynolds, who is the County Commissioner for Donurana County and also the Chairperson for the Spaceport America Spaceport Regional Tax District Board. So thank you, Commissioner Reynolds, for joining us today on the podcast. I'd like to start with asking what the Spaceport America Regional Tax Board does. Well, first, I guess I'd like to introduce myself as the, I'm the chair of the Spaceport America Regional Spaceport Tax District. Now, what that is, is actually it's a joint powers agreement between Doniana County and Sierra County and also the state of New Mexico. In this model, what happens is we actually collect taxes and use those taxes in order to fund capital improvement projects on the Spaceport America property. Right. Um, the this was actually formed in 2007, 2008 timeframe that the counties of Sierra County, Doniana County and Governor Richardson at the state level decided to, to pull together to take this area in New Mexico and actually build a spaceport. At that time, we had to first um, we had to first form the joint powers agreement of the organization, which only included at the time. Spaceport America, excuse me, um, Goyana County and Sierra County. And then after we got that form, then we had the state join us in that as well. The responsibility we have is we actually collect our GRT taxes to both counties at 0.25%. And that money is then broken up to 75% goes into in support of the Spaceport America directly and 25% can be used for other projects that support the spaceport mission. In the case of Doniana County and Sierra County, we chose to actually fund STEM programs at the schools in each respective county. So where we call collect, let's say $100, $25 goes to the school systems for STEM projects and $75 goes to supporting capital improvements at the spaceport. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Okay. You know, I think you've done a very good explanation of the of the GRT, which is a gross receipt tax. Um, what do you want to see us using that excess tax for? Because I know we raise more than what we should be raising for paying off the bonds for Spaceport America. What would you like to see that money to be used for to help the state of New Mexico grow? That's a very good question, Alice. Let me let me go step back a few years, though. When we first started collecting the GRT tax in 2009 and 2010, the money was actually um, dedicated to paying off the $76 million worth of bonds that we secured through Spaceport Authority in order to um, build the Virgin Galactic hangar and some other of the capital projects on the Spaceport Authority property. So the, the initial monies that we collected both in Sierra County and Doniana County were almost 100% uh, used for the STEM program for the schools and the other for the uh, building of the construction of the spaceport as it exists today. At some point in time, our revenue started to increase and we began to have excess revenue. The excess revenue didn't start for probably three to five years, sometime in, in that range. Once we, we were able to collect additional revenue that was necessary to cover the bonds, that became excess revenue. The excess revenue was then up to the 
Spaceport America Regional Spaceport Tax District to determine how that would be used in cooperation with Spaceport Authority. So the way that that works is Spaceport Authority would actually have a capital project that they would want funded or want us to help fund, and they would come to the Spaceport District with that project and say, this is what we need the money for. Can you guys give us, let us use the excess revenue. According to the Spaceport um, District Act, we are supposed to have a contract with Spaceport Authority on the use of those funds so that we have some control and oversight of exactly how the funds are being used. In the past, that hasn't really been the case, as some people know. But the real, the real ju judgment here, or the real way that this is supposed to be done, is the Spaceport Authority says, we have this project, and the, the Spaceport District says, yeah, we like that project. So now how much money do you need and how are we going to fund it? Are we going to do bonds? Or are we just going to give you the money? So with the excess revenue, we are obligated by statute to actually use the excess revenue also for spaceport projects, capital projects. The, ex, the other 25% that is being currently used at the schools, we have a lot more flexibility in that. And we could actually carve some of that out to do other things if we want to. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yes. Okay. And so you've got this excess funding and you're starting to discuss about how you want to use it to help support Spaceport America. How do you envision that investments or work now in Donyerana County, for example? That's a very good question. Since most of the Spaceport currently and property that's being used is in Sierra County, there's no property that we've been investing in in Donyerana County at this time. Uh, from our perspective in Donyerana County, that begs the question, uh, are we really getting the return on the money that we are spending in Sierra County, in Donyana County? And I can tell you that my constituents and several people in Donyana County would, would prefer that we get out of this as quickly as possible. It's been stated over and over again. Um, like many people, including the governor, including most people at Spaceport Authority, we be I believe that there is a future in spaceport travel and having the spaceport. Uh, I just think we have to be more uh, use more prudence in the way we actually invest the money to ensure that we have the proper return on the money to make the spaceport self-sustaining. Okay, I think that's what we all hope to happen in the future. I'd like to sort of talk about these sort of events and the impact that they have on Donyerana County. We obviously host quite a few events out at Spaceport America, like the Spaceport America Cup, and like the Virgin Galactic launch that happened back in July of 2021. What kind of economic impact does that have on Donyerana County? That's a very good question. It's estimated that when uh, the Virgin Galactic did their space flight um, a couple of months ago, that the economic impact on Donyerana County, it generated roughly about $400,000 to $500,000 in revenue, tourist revenue in, uh, in, in, in uh, Las Cruces. Okay, So that's good. We'd like to do that every day, if you don't mind. So it looks like the uh, the launch that they have for the for the, for the space cup, the, the space, I don't know what you called it, but Spaceport America launch, Cup. Yeah. yeah, Spaceport America Cup. For the Spaceport America Cup, I don't know that we see as much as we did over that two or three day period that they were here doing the launch. But I know that it's also significant that we have that many people there as well. Um, so it, it does a lot. But uh, if you when you consider the comparison between the amount that we put in, which is roughly seven million a year to what we actually get in return at this point, 
it, it it's not a it's not a good business model. It's it's not as successful as we need it to be. Absolutely, but we are growing, and hopefully that's really going to give you more of an economic impact. For the cut, for example, we've got twenty two hundred students coming in twenty twenty two, compared to fifteen hundred in twenty nineteen. So we're going to be filling up the hotel rooms in Donyana County, and hopefully get a lot more people coming and and, and sort of seeing how things work around here. You know, we host the cup in hopes that the the future of aerospace um, engineers know what we have here and available in New Mexico. What do you think the state and Donorana County should be doing to help build this aerospace ecosystem to attract companies to this area? Well, let's go back to the spaceport, uh, uh, spaceport cup for a second, because I believe that we can extend that not only worldwide, which you have done an excellent job of doing already. I think we can also drop it down into the high school level as well. So a high school, junior high, and I think we can actually sponsor uh, a cup for elementary, junior, and senior. And I'm already working with the school boards here in Doniana County to begin that process. I'd like to uh, I'd like to carve it out and have them do scholarship competition at the high school, at elementary level. It's an award. Junior level, it's kind of award. But when they get to high school level, I'd like to sponsor, take some of the money we're allocating for the schools, put just a little bit of a side, and offer college scholarships as they compete for that. At least in Doniana County, then open it up to the state. And then try to open up the rest of the United States as we get more sponsors. So I think raising the level of awareness to what we can accomplish in at the spaceport with this kind of competition, I think is is one major thing we like to do because that's free press in a way. But in addition, it's also supporting the spaceport mission by getting scholarships to students and getting them interested in early on in their career so that they can get committed to actually providing you know uh, more STEM activity and more training and more uh, impact on what we accomplished the spaceport, getting our names out and well. That's one, of my, that's one of my goals and one of the things I'm already working on with the school boards here in, in Doniana County. And I don't think it's gonna cost us a lot to do it. So I think it's, a, it's almost an automatic to do this, just to get the awareness for what we're trying to accomplish down in Southern New Mexico. I think it's also important to point out one other thing, the, the spaceport has unlimited, uncontrolled access between ground and space. There's nowhere else in the world that that exists. And that's part of the reason White Sands is here as well, because they have pretty much total control of airspace in and around White Sands and the and Spaceport America. So that we've got to continue to, to let people know that. The other thing I think we need to do is I think we need to create what I think you called and what we've called in the past uh, a spaceport economic um, I guess a draw is what I would call it. But basically, I think we need a spaceport economy model here where we have a uh, like Doniana, Las Cruces, Sarah County, Spaceport, White Sands. Everybody kind of gets involved in trying to generate the activity and the availability of what we have here to offer in the way of space. Okay, tourism. I guess it's tourism, uh, training, pretty much everything. So I think that's what we should do for the future. So to, we talk a lot you. about space tourism at Spaceport America. Um, and I think people always concentrate on the top level of what space tourism is, going to watch the orbital and suborbital launches. But you're right, we need to create a system underneath of attracting people to come to New Mexico. We know we are the birthplace of the U.S. space program. And I think we kind of undersell that a lot. 
what can we be doing more do you think to create this larger attraction to get people to come well, here? Know, because there's so much more to see that's a great that's a great question alice when you drive up i-25 can you see the spaceport no how do you know it's there you don't i mean there's one sign about the size of my license plate out on the highway that you see as you go past there and says next exit is spaceport but you know the markings right at the exit you can't really even tell it's an exit unless you know exactly where it, you know why because eight six miles farther is rincon you say okay let's get off at rincon well there's no spaceport here so people get confused they get lost they you know if they stop at rincon rather than seeing spaceport they're going to see you know hot springs it's not the same thing so I think there's a bit of a lack of advertisement on the main main road. I think we need signs saying, you know, in two miles, you're going to reach Spaceport. Another mile, you're going to reach Spaceport, you know, the exit. And then at the exit, as the Mexico Department of Transportation take over that road, I'm hoping we can get them to change the signs to make sure it's well represented on the highway, which is not there today. Um, same thing north. You go north, you really have to almost go into the town and then out of the town and through the town just to get to the spaceport. And people get lost in those towns, just trying to figure out how do I get from here to the spaceport, especially when they have a museum downtown and you're expecting the museum's gonna be right at the spaceport. So I, I just think, don't think we have a presence. We need a, we need a presence along the highway. Uh, that's the spaceport tourism piece of it. Because you think about even White Sands, when you, walk, when you drive uh, you know, 70 over to White Sands, you don't have to look, see a sign. I mean, it's there. Well, if the spaceport was there, we wouldn't need the signs, okay? So you look at White Sands, you go, even if I can't get on the park, I, I could at least pull over and do something at White Sands. We don't have that here. So if we're planning to use this as a tourism, as a future model for, for Southern New Mexico, we really need to have a presence that's visible from the interstate as people going by. To do that, we need a couple of things. We need the signs, we talked about that. We also need a stop. We need some place where they can actually get off the highway, get introduced to what's going on, and actually find out how to how to have this space experience while they're there. In the first five minutes, they need to know exactly what kind of experience they're going to have. Okay, then because the spaceport is more secure, if in fact they want to go, we can arrange it right there at the exit, get them interested, and then give them the availability to get to the spaceport with a real plan to give them a tour of what's going on and a description of what's going on there. So I think the first doorway to the spaceport should be right there at the up and up and exit where people can see it from the highway, realize that's where they're at. And once they're there, then we can actually sell the realism of what spaceport offers. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you managed to come out to Spaceport America for the Virgin Galactic launch back in July of 2021. How did you find that experience? What did you come away thinking afterwards? Well, first thing, I um, I got a, a really great shot with my personal camera, which I think I shared with you, of the separation of the mothership and the space and the, uh, the spacecraft. And uh, as they're flying, as they're flying up, we loc I located them. I zoomed in on the, the uh, mothership just for a second. And as soon as I did, the rocket dropped off, dropped about a thousand feet, 2000 feet. You know, it fired up, went straight past. And I've got a, I've got a still shot of the uh, mothership and the, and the, the spacecraft actually passing it. You know, and right as part of what I, what I got. So, yeah, I got a pretty good, pretty good shot myself from my camera standing on the ground on the tarmac, and also I got a picture of a taxiing out, 
loaded and then also landing again, coming back in. So my experience personally, and along with most of the people that were there on the tarmac with, with me, were pretty excited that uh, everything worked, worked well. I mean, to be honest, it was, uh, it was, everybody was saying, hey, you know, anything could happen. Well, not anything happened, but everything right happened. And so that was, that's what the experience I had. And I think we all walked away thinking that, yeah, this is real. This is, this is something that's really going to happen. And it made New Mexico only the third state to host human spaceflight, which I think is a really huge achievement and milestone for the state. And we should really be talking about, you know, how much is part of one of the many legacies that we have here for airspace and aerospace across the whole of the, of the state. Do you see Doña Ana continuing to grow uh, with the spaceport and, and help grow and develop an area here that can attract more aerospace companies to this region? Do I see it happening or do I think it should happen? I mean, there's Both. a big difference. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think our track record to this point has been um, less than stellar <laughs> as the pun goes, you know, <laughs> less than it's not been stellar. I think in order for us to, uh, to be the center of space travel, uh, there's several things that need to happen. Um, one of those is eventually we're going to use low altitude space travel to replace a lot of the airline business. I, I just, that has to happen because when you can actually go up and say 40, 50 miles up in space, sit there for 20 minutes and then come back down in Europe, you know, from, from New Mexico, then that's, that's a, that's a good thing to sell. And I think it's going to happen sometime when we get a little safer about it. Uh, the other thing I think we're going to have in New Mexico is the ability to launch low level, low atmosphere satellites directly into space to create the uh, the new replacement to the GPS system and the, uh, the phone system. So I absolutely believe that those are going to be real. And I think we have the uh, unique opportunity to do that right here. I, I know that um, Spin Launch is going to try and, and use the, the second stage of their launch uh, along the coast because they have to fire the rockets. I think eventually they'll get to the point where that won't be necessary. It just depends on how fast they can get it to, to spin up and how hard they can throw it up into the air. Okay. So I think that's... Uh, I think those are two things that are definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of whether we're going to be a big player or whether we're just going to be a bit on the page, you know, a bit player in the, in the model. And I think that's up to us. If we invest it correctly and uh, we, we, correct, we invest in sustainable models so that we get a payback that uh, is it greater than what we're investing and we can see it in real time, then I think we're going to be a big player. I think if we continue to make investments that uh, don't return what we need in order to sustain, be self-sustaining, then I think we're, uh, we're going to continue to get, we're going to continue to have problems growing. Let's put it that way. Okay. Thank you, Commissioner Reynolds. I really appreciate you giving your time today to talk about the spaceport with me. You're very welcome. And let me finish, let me close by saying one thing. We need this. Spaceport needs this. The United States needs this and the world needs this to be successful. So whatever we have to do to figure that model out, we need to be working on the long-term plan and developing a strategy that's going to pay every, to build everybody's confidence in what we're doing down here and bring them to Southern New Mexico okay, as a center of space travel. Thank you. My second guest on this episode is County Commissioner for Sierra County, Travis Day, who's also the Vice Chair of the Spaceport America, Spaceport Regional Tax District Board of Directors. 
So, Commissioner Day, how does Sierra County see the benefit of having Spaceport America on their doorstep? Absolutely. Well, thank you, Alice. Um, you know, Sierra County sees Spaceport America as a huge economic tool for us. Um, you know, whenever we have uh, any events or any marketing uh, that we do uh, to tourism, for tourism, for people to move here, we always utilize Spaceport America. Um, of course, it's right in our backyard. And so we really like uh, use Spaceport America to promote Sierra County, uh, promote this area, promote New Mexico. You know, I think the Virgin Galactic flight put Spaceport America on the map nationwide and more specifically to the consequences nationwide. And so we're very appreciative. We're very supportive of Spaceport. We're glad it's here um, and we look forward to continuing to support in the future. Excellent. How does the community, do you think, see Spaceport America? Because I know there's been a bit of a rough history between the Spaceport being so close to a very small community and, and their support and funding it as well. Do you think that's changed slightly over the last year? So it, it has. You know, of course, I think in any community you have what we call the vocal minority. You know, those that uh, are very loud and speak um, that this area doesn't support Spaceport America. And, and that's just not true. Um, I hear almost, you know, weekly from my constituents that, you know, Spaceport America has been great for Sierra County. Again, I think when the Virgin flight happened, that was kind of the big um, event that we've been waiting for all this time. Um, and when that actually happened and it was successful, you know, this community was just in cheers. You know, we were excited. Um, you know, our social media platforms were full of Spaceport America um, outreach. And so I think, you know, the support for Spaceport America in Sierra County has always been there. But I think since the Virgin flight, um, it, it's grown tenfold. Um, we continue to talk about it today. Um, you know, the commission still talks about it in our meetings and, and the community does as well. So it's the Spaceport support in Sierra County is growing every day. What do you think Sierra County can do to further help support the growth of Spaceport and the aerospace industry in New Mexico? Absolutely. Well, the biggest thing um, and really the purpose of the board that I sit on the Spaceport Regional Spaceport Tax District Board is how we utilize what we call the XSGRT. Um, you know, those have kind of been leading the discussions of our SWORDS, our SARS meeting. And, you know, we as a county look at Spaceport, the Spaceport Authority as kind of the lead on that. You know, coming to our board, what do you need? You know, was it infrastructure? Um, you know, certain engineering that's done on, on buildings? Where does Spaceport see that money being needed and for us to support that? Now, of course, there's still the oversight from our board that we want to make sure that the money is being used legally and in the best interest of the state and Spaceport America and the counties. Um, but we really, from our county standpoint, we want to work with and alongside Spaceport America in determining, hey, where do you guys feel that this money is best spent and then supporting those project proposals? What do you think the state can do in general to really attract more aerospace industry and to create this sort of aerospace ecosystem we can help grow smaller industry and attract larger industry at the same time? Great question. Um, I think it all starts with the state continuing to support Spaceport America. Um, you know, of course, there's been some questions on the use of GRT dollars for operations. Well, it's a state facility, you know, and I think the state needs to be funding that facility and just turning Spaceport loose and allowing them to market the state um, to their partners. Um, you know, it's it's one that it, it takes a village to help grow the aerospace industry here in the state. Um, and that includes local counties, Spaceport America, the Spaceport Authority Board and our state legislators and really the governor. Um, so really, you know, the biggest thing the state can do to grow the industry is to support Spaceport America. What can visitors 
see when they come to Sierra County? You know, I'm hoping that we are going to become a more of a tourism attraction moving forward. What can they expect if they come to Sierra County beyond Spaceport America? Absolutely. Well, you know, I've always said that Sierra County has something to offer everyone. Um, so, of course, we have two lakes um, here in our county with this, you know, the biggest one being Elephant Butte Lake. It's the you know, largest revenue driver as far as state parks um, in New Mexico. Um, we're also known as Hot Springs, you know, for our hot springs. Um, our town is called Truth or Consequences, but originally it was called Hot Springs because we do have our natural hot springs. And that's always a huge attractor um, for tourism dollars for us. Um, we also have two national forests in our county, you know, the Cibla and the Gila. So anyone that's wanting to get out and hike or just see some mountain country, um, we have opportunities there as well. Um, and of course, the people, um, you know, we're a very welcoming community and we want people to come here and visit and just enjoy our little town, enjoy our county. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest uh, tourism benefits for us is the people that live here. We're a very welcoming community. You know, we, we're a small town and, you know, it's interesting when you walk into a shop and, and you know 90% of the people in there. And, you know, you can have conversations with those 90% and, and meet the other 10% and become best friends, you know, within a few conversations. And, and so, you know, we have a little bit to offer everybody. And obviously for people that are coming into Spaceport America, we encourage them to go to the Visitor Center in TRC and then come out to Spaceport as well and hopefully learn a little bit about the community that we're part of. And we're very proud of being part of it as well. Thank you very much for your time today, Commissioner Day, and I hope you uh, continue to support Spaceport America and the growth of the aerospace industry throughout the state. Absolutely. Thank you, Alice. Proudly produced by LasCrucesToday.com and Bravo Mike Communications.